Morning gratitude. Good morning, gratitude slam. It is Tuesday. Uh, you know what? I actually don't know. It's April 14th, as a matter of fact. Does that sound like a pretty day? Doesn't that sound like a tulip day? I've got tulips all over the house, too. Look, I've got some tulips right here, as a matter of fact. I went to the store. I had them delivered, actually. That's totally uh, false. False. So I had them delivered from Fresh Direct. And there we go. So I'm excited to have a little bit of nature inside the apartment as we look down out into the concrete jungle of New York City. If you are watching this as a replay, I want you to type the words replay inside the text box, just like I'm going to do right now. So if you're catching this not live, if you're catching this as a recording, then put the words replay inside the text box. In the meantime, I'm getting it up on my phone as well to have a second diagnostic, just in case uh, something happens and I can't see it. Roz, happy tulip day. There you go. You've got the tulips as well. Uh, and as you come into the room, just as a reminder, because I want to say it at the top of the 705 uh, when we have our gratitude slam, uh, just as a reminder, uh, feel free to invite people into the slam. You, this, my room is your room. Your room is my room from California to Australia. So you're welcome to um, invite other people into the gratitude slam. Right now is a very interesting time in human history uh, where connection is going to be craved a little bit more. And this is a great group of like-minded individuals to connect and share. Good morning, Ann Roberts. Wonderful seeing you. Uh, you know what I'm liking about Tuesday, Ann Roberts? I get to see you digitally twice in one day. Annette Marie, my long-lost friend of, of, of thought processes. There you are. Karen Michaels, good morning. Today is about uh, holding space for other people while in quarantine. What an interesting set of words to actually have together. Celia, welcome. Wow, do we have a beautiful quorum of souls here on the slam right now. Mm. Which again, since we've been getting a lot of new members and there'll be a lot of new people watching the recording, if not having on live as well, I want to just give a really quick uh, whitewash of the the what the slam is. And so the Gratitude Slam Live is Tuesday at 7.05 a.m. Eastern Time. And um, as I talk about what the slam is, for those of you that are in the room right now, because it looks like it's a lot of uh, Gratitude Slam veterans in the room right now. If you're in the room right now, as I'm talking about this, I want you to give one hint on how to use the live or recorded version of the Gratitude Slam Live uh, to people who have never used the slam before. How do you use it? What's a way that you use it? How does it benefit you? So I want you to put that down in the slam. Uh, but for those, as, as you put that down, uh, for those of you who are new to the slam, because we have such a new population in the room, um, I, I'm a big fan of gratitude because it's really easy to focus on what's not right and what we don't have. And I don't just mean during this time in the quarantine. I mean, as humans, we have a negative bias. We are biologically programmed to focus on where's the lack so that we can get more nuts from the tree and bring them back to our adobe and sit around the campfire with the limited fire we have wood we have on. So because there's limited wood, and um, man, I don't want to mess up because are in the primitive days, if we messed up, chances are we'd die. If we uh, didn't find our way homes, we'd be eaten. If our tribe didn't like us, we would be outcast and we would again die. So as humans, we've spent a few hundred thousand years um, 
biologically programming ourselves to, well, let's focus on what's not right or what's lacking or look for approval because if I don't, I will die. But that's not the way it is now. So good morning, Sherry. Welcome in the room. Uh, Roz, uh, respond to Michael and others. Yeah, be connected. Gratitude Slam gives you a moment to pause. Mm. What a nice way to use the word pause since it's not being as uh, easily used or used very differently right now. And by the way, another way to use the slam is to bring some tea with you. What's what's in your cup right now? What are you drinking, guys? I've got my bulletproof tea over here with some coconut oil and some stevia. And it's interesting, but it makes me feel good in the morning. Um, so the gratitude slam is about training the mind and getting some plasticity up here in the brain to spot, well, what do I have? What is right? What is going well? It's not about sunshine and rainbows because you can be grateful and a little dark all at the same time. It's about spotting, well, what is present in my life now? And by doing that myself, I've been able to build a wonderful, beautiful life with a beautiful wife, Lauren, and beautiful friends and beautiful coaches in my life, such as Roz. So wonderful. Hey, Kimberly Creek, wonderful for having you here. And Ann Roberts, thanks for making it a, a vulnerable space. Speaking of vulnerable spaces, today is about holding space for others while in quarantine. Did you see that? I had to take a little mind pause there to figure out what I was going to say uh, because I need to figure out the name of the slam. Oh, I love this. Thank you, um, Sherry, for liking other people's uh, and Ann Roberts for liking other people's comments. I advise everyone to like comments because, again, this is a social activity. It's a digital social activity. It's a little different than the norm, but what a great opportunity to be able to uh, connect. Uh, even if it's little, it's about moving the needle. And that's about holding space for others. That's what this means. Number one, holding space. We hear that word a lot in the new age world, personal growth world, in the empath world. What does that mean to you? And you don't need to get it right because I don't even know the answer. I know what it feels like and what my intention is to hold space. But what does holding space mean to you? If I were to hold space for you, whether it's digital space here or it's on the telephone space or in person space or, you know, just sitting here without having a formal digital or in-person connection to you, what does holding space on? mean for you? If I were to hold space, when I say, or someone says, oh, I'm going to hold space for you, or someone did hold space for you, what's that like? Oh, Karen Michaels, the slam sets your day in the right direction, a positive way, a positive mindset of what do I have? That's beautiful, Karen. Thanks. Deb Ora, welcome in the room. We're getting a coffee with cinnamon, a side of vitamin C, and a turmeric pill. Wow. What a morning ritual to start with. That is a cocktail of joy right there. Sell you, you got your coffee. Karen says it's to be available. Okay. And right, and there's so many ways we can unpack what be available means. And by the way, what a wonderful space this is digitally to just put yourself out there. Don't worry if you're right. Don't worry if you're wrong. What does it matter? Kimberly Creek, make intentional time to spend others for others. Yeah. Yeah. To me, uh, not holding space is um, to be present without judgment. I'm just riffing that one. I didn't think about that one in advance. 
to be present without judgment because you know it might i might not be able to listen directly um i might be able to turn all the technology off and think of you and listen to what i feel i might be able to be digitally here and let us answer our own answers and not judge and sometimes i do give a new perspective on the slam but that's not even holding space that is then being a teacher in this case but i can be a teacher and hold space and have you do what you're doing now and give your interpretation of what holding space means for celia it's compassion we can talk about uh the differences between sympathy empathy and compassion what a great conversation to be able to have. Yeah, judge, yeah to, to just be present without judgment or criticism. And so here's the thing. The name of the slam is Holding Space for Others While Under Quarantine. And I'm just doing a little time check here. That's great to make sure that I uh, honor and hold the space of time before we start the slam. Um, so yeah, it's... In the quarantine here, we're all experiencing the experience of this, our spaces changing, our physical spaces changing, and our businesses changing, and our family dynamics and how they operate changing, and our friendships, how we show up changing so there's going to be a grief cycle it's an ambiguous grief cycle there's something called ambiguous loss and it's the loss of the things we didn't have the loss of for your child for not going to the prom uh loss of um, not going to the store the loss of toilet paper on the shelf we know it's there but it's not there but we never had it so right so it's this ambiguous grief and here's what I'd love for you to write down, just to get it in your fingers. Grief is not a competition. Write that down. Grief is not a competition. I'm going to write that down myself here. It's not a comparison. Grief is all relative. Back in the day, married to Lauren, now beautiful, when I did go through a divorce, six other friends were at the same time. And here's what I learned from doing that with my six of my friends simultaneously, meaning seven of us were going through these similar uh, dynamic. The stories were different, but the pain was the same. And so all of our stories are different. It's not about who you're locked up with, quarantined with, shall I say. That's a better perspective. It's not about how little or how much toilet paper. It's not about how few or how many children you have. It's not about how good your education system is in supporting you and having to train your children. Just listen. It's not about you. You can share, oh, I relate. This is how I relate. But it's not about you. Just listen. Be available, Annette Marie says, empathetic as all people go in their ways. Yes, and so empathy is different than sympathy. Sympathy is feeling the other person's pain. And I know on the slam we have so many uh, individuals who identify as empaths, people who absorb other people's feelings. And mom, if you're listening, I'm talking about you too. Because I am your son. 
uh, and uh, apple doesn't far from the tree, right? So empathy is, um, sympathy is feeling the other person's pain, while empathy is understanding the other person's pain and listening and tagging the emotion in that, Marie, that uh, empathetic part that you're talking about there. So you can say how it sounds. You can't tell people how they feel. What, how'd it go the last time someone told you how you felt? Calm down, you're angry. Wow, you're really upset right now. Or they told you what not to feel. Don't be upset. He or she was a jerk anyways. Yeah, how does that go? No, you can say, wow, it seems like you're upset. Wow, I get a sense that you're not feeling well. I want you to tag my emotion right now. I want you to go, it sounds like you're, what is this? Because I want you to tag it. I want you to tell me how I feel. I want you to say, Michael, you sound like blank. Give it a shot. Give it a whirl. And as you do type something out here, just to practice and get your empathy muscles warmed up, let's talk about compassion. So sympathy is disempowering to both people. It really sucks, right? You're really not helping a damn person because you're in the space with the other person hurting. They're in the space hurting and we're all hurting. And well, that just doesn't help anyone. Empathy is a little more empowering because you're at least there and holding that space without judgment for them and just telling them what you experience. But compassion is empathy plus action only if the person wants action taken. Because if you take action on somebody who is not ready or desirous of action, then that is just putting yourself in the drama triangle and you're being the hero. Feels like we're in the same boat, but some are rowing and some are too in shock to row. Right? That's what I'm saying. Our experience are different. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe they're wrong. Who knows? Everyone's boat is different. As long as the boat floats, meaning we've got our heartbeat, we've got our minds. Okay, our boats just look different. They register the water differently. Some are a little more shaky. Some are a little more stable. Hold the space. Sounds like you're passionate. Yeah, sounds like you're a good human. That's actually not an emotion in that case, but I love the attempt, right? So what if it sounds like you feel uh, like uh, you're contributing? Oh, that's still not an emotion. Sounds like you feel um, inspired, right? So let's hold space quietly. Let's actually, seriously, no dots. Let's just put our hands on something or just hold the phone like this. And let's just be present for 10 seconds. Ready and go. No agenda of than sitting quietly. Ready? I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I got the powers of gratitude. I want you to say it three times. I want you to take the time to type it down. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I just want to say, even though I run the gratitude slam, still can't spell the word. And that's okay. I could have done the spell check there. I didn't. So I am so grateful. I am so Michael. You know, ah, ah, so Celia, right? There's an opportunity where you said how I feel. So I challenge you to change that language. So Michael, you sound excited and you sound concerned for other people's well-beings because that way you're not telling me how I feel. Because one of the most primal things I have to myself is my emotions. It's how I register the world is through emotions. Not I. All of us, even if we're not empathic creatures by nature, we are human and empathy. Um, 
emotions drive our decision making, no matter who we are. So there's an opportunity where you have the chance to say, well, I get a sense that, or you sound like, or wow, if I were in your shoes, this is how I would feel, other than telling me how I feel itself. All right, now give me three things. So if you're watching this as a replay, I still want you to participate. Rewind the tape. All right, start it from right here, and I want you to actually uh, replay it. I want you to participate. Now, this is an opt-in, opt-out. You don't have to, so don't hang up the phone just because I'm asking it. I request it or recommend it as Dr. Sita. I'm not really a doctor. As orders to um, a prescription for building new muscles while in the quarantine. And so if you're watching this as a replay, I want you to still slam it down. And I'd love to get a lot of people on the replay. So if you know somebody in the, re in the Gratitude Slam that's not here live right now, I'd love for you to tag them into this if they're part of the uh, Gratitude Slam and say, hey, I'd love for you to participate. You could do that right now while we're in the space because we're holding space. And this is a space, and let's bring attention to the digital space, even if the digital space is a replay. Now I want you to give me, here's the rules of the game, because we've become a little loosey-goosey with the rules, with the house rules. I want you to do three separate entries. I am grateful for blank return. I am grateful for blank return. I am grateful for blank return, because we're going to build the muscle to go, what's this gratitude stuff, right, to our brains. And even if you don't feel grateful right now, a network, you got a tagger. So you'd go like this. There you go. That's what it's like. So um, three things you're grateful for, for either people you've held space for or people you have have held space for you. I'm actually grateful. Uh, I've had a few conversations with my mom where at first I found myself um, not passing judgment, but criticizing her mindset on it, um, not cr giving feedback on it, when all I needed to do was listen. I am grateful that she allowed me to do that, and I caught myself, and I was able to adjust instead of it becoming an argument or a fight, right? I'm grateful for uh, my coaches. Roz is one of them. She's in here for holding space for me as I talk things out because I am a talker. Don't know if you caught on to that one. I love to talk things out because it makes me feel very um, connected uh, to thoughts. I'm just doing a check here. Well, I guess I could just look at the clock as well. There we go. Right? Grateful for my husband. Grateful for my family. I'm reading some of the comments here. The husband is Karen. The family is Deb O'Rah. And I want everyone to give three different things and three different messages. Grateful for your creativity. But give me also give some things about gratitude regarding you holding space for others or people holding space for you. Karen Michaels, for instance, I know you hold a digital space for your dancers, I believe, or you just hold space for them by listening to the parents of your dancers or anything else. Grateful that your husband still leaves you love notes after 25 years. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. I'm grateful Lauren and I have dedicated time to hold space with one another. And it's when we're eating dinner, we'll sit there and talk, phones down, phones off, phones on the other room, whatever that is. Roz is grateful your hubs hold the mirror steady even when you don't like it. Isn't it beautiful to have mirrors in your life? Grateful to sub your support team holding space for you. I'll get help, help from specialists in the three weeks during the quarantine. That's beautiful. Grateful to live in a place where you can go outside and feel like everything's normal. Hmm. Yeah. Grateful for the conversations I've had with friends where we're not blaming 
we're just experiencing, we're adapting as life happens. Grateful to be a coach, yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful to be able to hold space for my coach ease as well. Uh, yeah, holding lots of space for them and other studio owners who need a boost, right? A lot of people in your industries, Karen Michael, are looking for space to be held because they're so used to holding space themselves in a normal day. Now is a time where the space needs to be held for them. Which, Karen Michaels, I would love it if you invited some more of your industry friends into the room here. Don't you think they would enjoy this? Ann Roberts, grateful for friendships who allow you to talk without sharing opinions and to listen to an ear. And as people say things, I want you to like or love or laugh or whatever the words nowadays that are hip and cool are. Other people's comments here. And let's close out the slam with the word space. Space can be physical, like the space here in the palm of my hand. Space can be mental, just here to listen. Space can be ethereal. I'm just thinking of all the names of the people in this room right now. Lots of ways to hold space. But what I, at the end of the day, I think the universal is to create a mental or physical or spiritual place where there's, it's free of judgment and just presence. What is it? Even if the feel the words are evil or harmful, just to give those presents. I always like to find what you're going to walk out of the room with, the digital room in this case, the space with. What's one thought or one message, or maybe you slammed down some gratitude where you went, you know what, I was taking that for granted. And by saying it out loud, um, I can be more aware of it. So what's one thing you're walking? I love the spaceship and that, Marie. That's wonderful. So what's one thing you're gonna you're taking away from here? It might have been something I said. Might have been something you yourself said. Might have been just a thought. Might have been a feeling. Mm. And again, if you're watching this as a replay, I would love for you to stay uh, and rewind the tape if you haven't given some words and put it down because as I rewatch it again, I get to comment in real time. Because if you're watching this as a replay, I will comment back uh, in real time. And by the way, if I ever don't respond to one of your comments on the Gratitude Slam live or the wall itself over a period of days, I welcome you to tag me if you think it warrants another response. Because sometimes I miss it, the way that the messages do roll in. Hurrah, it's just the idea of slowing down to be more spacious with others and yourself. I love doing these because it's space for me to actually slow down. I know that sounds ironic as the facilitator of the slam, but I slow myself down during this time. If you watch the early days of the slam, some of the recordings of Periscope, for instance, you'll see I was very fast not holding space for myself. What are other ways that you're holdings uh, that you, what are you walking out of here today? Maybe you can even give a word. It doesn't need to be logical. Just what are you walking out of this group today with as we start to rock out? And again, as a reminder, while individuals are looking for connection, please invite others into this group. 
Um, you can just go to the wall of the group and hit invite and add people's names that you are friends with to give them access to the group. They still have to accept, uh, but would love it for you to bring some people into the room. And in the meantime, would still have to hear from one or two people. Can you post the first lamb? Wow. I know I downloaded them somewhere. I would have to find it. And I don't know when the slam formally came the slam. Uh, Maria Bosford, I think, technically became the namesake of the slam by just saying, oh, this is like we're slamming down gratitude. And we went, oh, we'll call it the gratitude slam. So for Ann Roberts, yeah, just listen. No criticism. Since you've learned to give space since the periscope gaze. Yeah, I've learned to listen, be here. No. And I, what I love about the slam is I come in with an idea of what I want to talk about, but I flow with the space that you give me and offer me and gift me because it's a gift when you trust me with this digital space here. Roz has it right. Let's get the piece out rolling. Sherry says, holding space for others is something to be grateful for. Show you're empathetic. Mm-hmm. Even when it's difficult for you, it can be difficult for you and not make it a competition. Grief is not a competition. Thank you, everyone. Much love to you all. Uh, by the way, if you're not signed up for my eblast life on your terms, feel free to put your email uh, address in the text box or direct message me if you don't receive it. I send it out every Thursday. It's a set of tools uh, that you can utilize uh, in your own life. So, because I just want to help any way I can. Peace out, Roland. Love you all. And uh, any additional thoughts, feel free to direct message me. Take care.